Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to GEMS Podcast. For those of you that are new to the community, I am Miss Genesis Lamaris Kim, the founder and host for those season listeners. Thank you so much for listening to another segment. With me today is Michael DeLon, and he is an author as well as many other things. So definitely a man on a mission, multifaceted, multidimensional, and most importantly, he loves Jesus. So let me tell you, A little bit more about Michael. Michael DeLon creates credibility. As the president of Paperback Expert, he helps businesses owners publish a book that positions them as the expert in their field. Business owners seek out Michael to clarify their brand strategy, make them best-selling authors, and set up their profitable podcast. They use his credibility marketing strategies to gain more clients, get more referrals, and grow their revenue. Who doesn't like that? Michael is the number one best-selling author of On Marketing. Since 2013, he has worked with business owners across the United States and internationally to establish and market their credibility. Michael is the husband of one and father of four. He's a committed follower of Jesus Christ who is deeply involved in his church. You can normally find Michael investing time with his family, reading a great book, or facilitating growth in the lives of those around him. So definitely a servant leader. So without further ado, welcome, Michael DeLon. Woohoo! Did you hear the applause? Yeah. No. Genesis, thank you so much. It's so good to be here. It's going to be a really, really fun conversation. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. So we're going to jump into the connection part of the segment where it will give the audience a chance to connect with you in a professional and personal manner. So there's two options to choose from, Michael. You could either do a rapid fire 10 question game, emphasis on rapid, or an icebreaker. What are you in the mood for? Oh, let's go 10 questions. Heavens. Here we go. We're playing rapid fire with Michael and Genesis. Do, 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 do. Question number one, what is one thing you love about your church? Uh, The relationships. When we walk into church on Sunday morning, there are people standing outside. People are greeting. There's the lobby. There's donuts and coffee. And there's time to talk to people versus just saying, hey, Genesis, how you doing? I actually have a time to talk and see what's going on and build those relationships because so many times we we just come and go. So the relationship aspect of it. Question two, you get three random acts of kindness per day. What are your three for today? Oh, random acts of kindness. Taking my daughter for a walk unknowingly. So that'd be kind. Um, buying somebody a... Um, coffee that they're not expecting or paying for their coffee when they're not expecting it and then sending a food gift to somebody unbeknownst to them oh i like that question three if you can go anywhere in the world and money was no option where would you be headed scotland question four if you could trade places with anyone would you trade places or remain yourself I'm just going to remain myself. I really like who God has made me. 
Question five, what is your favorite scripture? Uh, Romans 8, 29. Okay, for those who don't know that one, share that scripture. For those whom God foreknew, he predestined them to be conformed to the image of his son. Yes, love it. Because God created each one of us as a masterpiece in his own image. So whenever we know who we are and whose we are, we won't fall victim to societal norms or what the world wants us to be. Yep, absolutely. Question six, favorite book or movie? Uh, <laughs> favorite movie is Silence of the Lambs. Question seven, what is your favorite food? Uh, you know, that's a weird one because I, I love everything. I'm just going to default to pizza because my wife makes some really killer pizza. So we don't we, we don't go out for pizza a lot because she makes such a great pizza. So my wife's pizza. Ooh, you'll get brownie points for that. <laughs> Question eight, would you rather a dream car or dream home or let's go big and have both? Yeah, dream car. Let's just go ahead and, and just get the Lamborghini and be done with it. Okay, that is my dream car too. I want a black <laughs> Lamborghini with black insides, with blue neon lights because that's my favorite color. And I want a guy to pull up to me at the stoplight and look at me and be like, oh man, I thought it was a dude driving and be like, no, let's race. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Hold on, baby. But I'm a mama, y'all, so I have to be safe. So I can't do that with my child in the backseat. That's and there's right. no backseats really for There is no backseat, so you'll be okay. Question nine. Okay, here's this one. You ready? Sure. You just won the lottery. Cha -ching, cha -ching, cha -ching. That's However, a miracle. That's a miracle since I don't play. So this is yeah. awesome. I like it. However, in order to get the proceeds released to you, you have to donate to three charities of your choice. What charities are you donating to? So Project Manana in the Dominican Republic, the Call of Arkansas, which is here in Little Rock, and my church. Okay, awesome. And question 10, it is our pass or play question, and here are the rules. If you pass, our roles are reversed, and you get to ask me a question, any question. If you play, I ask one last question to wrap up rapid fire. So do you what? want to pass or play? Oh. No, let's play. These are fun. Okay, last question. What is one piece of advice you would share with someone who wants to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, but they're on the fence? What's holding you back? Okay. You, and, and, and so, all right, let me go a little bit further. Here, here's, here's coming out of Mark chapter five. It's, do you want to get well? Because everybody's struggling with something. And Jesus was talking to the guy who'd been paralyzed for so long. He looked at him and he says, do you want to get well? And that's the question. Do we want to get well spiritually, emotionally, physically? Salvation is a matter of understanding my need, and do I want to get well? And then the pathway is open to you. So I think that, do you want to get well? Mm, I like that. So audience, I want you to ponder on that and ask yourself, do you want to get well? And I'm going to go a little bit deeper there. Whenever we talk about wellness, it's personal to you. So you have to go inwardly so you can manifest it outwardly. So whenever you think about wellness, think about emotional well-being spiritual well-being, mental well-being, and physical well-being. On a holistic level, if all of those areas are well in your life, then you will be living life optimally. And now we're going to jump into the meat and potatoes of the conversation, which is the work that Michael does day in and day out with some of his clients. So publishing, 
writing a book, getting you to tap into your gifts, your purpose. Why were you created? Why are you here? Are you trying to leave this world better than you found it? And Michael has the tools and the resources that he uses with his clients to help them unlock some of that and birth something. And just like Michael, we're both authors. So me, my birthing process before I birthed a baby was my book. So metaphorically, my baby leaped whenever I met another author doing something similar that I aspire to do. So Michael, what got you involved in the field that you're in today? So it all started uh, the day I escaped from prison. And now that was not a literal prison, okay? It's an emotional prison. So um, I, my wife and I were in ministry, family ministry for a decade here in Little Rock. My background's in marketing for small business owners and things. Then God called us to family ministry. So we served at, at a ministry called Family Life for a decade. And after six years, I was on the leadership team of Family Life. Then they started going through corporate reorganizations. And after the third re reorg, they rolled out the new chart, and my name was no longer on the leadership team. So they started shuffling me around the ministry to do different things. And that was a two-year prison term for me because I was in a job that I hated at a ministry that I loved. So after two years, I finally got fed up. I talked to my wife. I prayed. I said, God, I got to get out of this place. And so he said, what do you want to do? I said, I want to help small business owners with marketing because they struggle with it. They hate it. I love it. God said, go. So on January 1st of 2013, I escaped from prison. And I started a marketing consulting firm in Little Rock. And I, I would call you Genesis. I'd say, I think I can help you grow your business. And you'd meet with me and had, we'd have a great conversation. And you'd say, Michael, what have you done in the last few years? Who have you helped? And I said, well, I've helped build marriages and families at Family Life. And you say, oh, that's honorable, Michael. Way to go. Oh, look at the time. I've got another meeting coming up, Michael, and let's keep our conversation going. And you'd usher me out the door because you didn't see me as a marketing guy. You saw me as a ministry guy. So I, I had a hard time getting clients. And so I knew I had to fix that. And so I went to my church one day, second floor. I was pacing the hallway saying, God, how do I help Genesis? Because I know I can. And he gave me the idea to put all of my marketing strategies in a book. And so I did. And so in 2013, I published my first book on marketing. Then I would call you and say, Genesis, I can help you with your marketing. You set an appointment. I'd mail you a copy of my book. A week later, I'd walk into your office for our meeting, and there it was. My book was on your desk, dog-eared, highlighted, and underlined. You read my book. And in that meeting, you say, now, Michael, in your book, you said, how do you help me do that? And you'd hire me. I started gaining clients. I thought, this is a really good marketing strategy. Why don't business owners do it? Well, you've written a book. You know how challenging it can be. Business owners don't have the time to write a book. And so we created a process where we help business owners create a book without writing a word. And then we teach them how to use their book in their business to gain clients, get referrals and grow their revenue. So whew, that's how I got here. I love that because it's like you use your book as a business card, quote unquote, because your book was the tangible object that that individual on the other end will have. So in order for them to see your credibility, they would use your book as a foundation, go over the information that you put in the book. And whenever they have questions, that's when a one-on-one -on -one with you would be keen because now you're exchanging ideas and you're helping them walk through certain things because your book is now part of your metrics and your metrics is what's getting you in the door is what I'm hearing. And I love how, how you have that. And I want you to hold up the book for those watching this 
um, via video because it's very intentional to look at the cover of the book. So it mm -hmm. looks like a roulette table there. Yes. And it looks like um, not it's not necessarily the dart, but it's the bullseye target. So talk about the meaning behind the book cover. Well, if the, the, so the subtitle is it's um, why or how to stop gambling with your advertising and aim for the marketing bullseye. Because business owners gamble with their advertising because they just throw it on the wall, see what sticks. They they want you know chase after the next. They don't have strategy. They don't understand target audience. They don't understand clear message, compelling offer. They're not taught marketing because they're attorneys or financial advisors. They're experts there, but they don't understand marketing, so they waste a ton of money. And so what we do is we come in, and we help them understand marketing. We teach them how to do marketing for small business owners and how to lead with the book because you're an expert at what you do, but you look like a coffee bean to everybody else, meaning you look just like all of your competitors. A book will separate you and differentiate you in the eyes of your audience faster than anything else. Okay, let's get, dive deeper there because you become a SME of your business and your industry subject matter expert, the book is a conduit that lets people know that you have clarity and puts you on a pedestal to differentiate you amongst your competitors, right? You're tracking with me here. Absolutely. So now for someone listening in, if they say, okay, Michael, what are your key strategies? We're not going to give them everything. You're going to get the burger, but not the fries and the drink because you have to do your homework and get a copy of Michael's book. So let's talk about the burger. And I'm I'm down here in the South, Texas. Uh, we love Whataburger. So let's say a Whataburger. We're going to go with go. the number one. So what are some of the key strategies that you help these small business owners with whenever you go into writing a book? And you said writing without writing a word. So is it audio or let's walk us through that. Sure. Yeah. So I, I tell people never write a book. And, and what I mean by that, Genesis, is writing a book is laborious. You sit at your typewriter with a blank screen in front of you going, what am I going to say? Number one. Number two, you start typing and then you start self-editing. You'll type a sentence or two and you're going, no, nah, that's not what I'm going to say. And you delete, 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 delete. That's how I wrote my book. It about killed me and my family. It's terrible. So never write a book. We use an a, um, interview process. We have a staff of writers. that They'll get on a Zoom call with you. Uh, and Genesis, you're, you're an expert at what you do. All of my clients are experts at what they do. And we just have conversations. What, what do questions what, – what is it that people ask you about? What, do you have a specific process that you take people through? What are the challenges that your audience is facing? That, that, that becomes the, the outline for your book. Tell me stories of how you've helped people. We put those into the, into the outline. And then once the outline's created, our writers are going to say, okay, let's talk about chapter one. And you know, if you're a financial advisor, you know, why is it important for people to actually plan for retirement? And as the expert, you can just start talking just like you do with a prospect or if you're on stage. We just record everything. We transcribe all of your words, and our writer who loves writing will craft and massage your words into your book. So we do all of the heavy lifting. We do all of the writing. We present it to you for review. You work with your writer to make sure it's spot on. It sounds like you because you've spoken it. It's your message. We're just getting it out of your head into print, and then we can go there and, and get it published. Does that make sense? 
Yes, that totally makes sense. And it sounds easy peasy, like one, two, three. And so for anyone who's listening to that and be like, okay, Michael, I'm ready to sign up. However, how do I ensure that I'm protecting my IP, my intellectual property? Do you have NDAs in place, non-disclosure agreements or anything where that client will feel like, okay, working with Michael and his team also protects, protects me as well as the person on the other side? Sure. Well, it's in our client covenant is that you own the client owns all of the intellectual property rights. They own all of the royalties and everything. So that's in our agreement. Well, oh, now that is a game changer because some and y'all I'm speaking from experience. So when you work with a publishing house, sometimes based on the contract that you sign, you're supposed to pay that publishing house royalties up until you decide to sever the contract and that happened to me but being a new author one one thing that I did that no one taught me was I renegotiated because I felt like I'm doing all the marketing I'm doing all the leg lifting but this quote-unquote individual is still getting royalty payments so I renegotiated the split one thing that I would would learn now is know your your difference between a publishing house and self-publishing and do your pros and cons to make sure that it is the best agreement for, for you based on what you're trying to achieve at the end. Because we all have books in us is what has been told to us. But if you don't know the legalities and all the other stuff in the industry, I would challenge you to learn enough about it where you could be savvy. But And if you want to go further, learn enough where you could be dangerous so you know that people aren't getting over you. Um, definitely trial by error here. So, but Michael, you're an expert there. So since you have been working with some of these incredible clients of yours, what was one of the hardest things that you learned and what's one of the easiest? The uh, hardest thing is to get business owners to understand they're experts, that you already have enough to create a book. Because so many times they're like, well, I don't know enough. And you're comparing yourself with everybody else. And the reality is you just have to be one step ahead of your client at the end of the day. And what I tell people is you've forgotten more about your industry than your client's ever going to know. And you're not trying to write war and peace. You're writing a marketing piece. You're writing a gr the best business card in the world. And you're th these are written at fifth grade levels. And it's like psychology 101. You're not trying to dive into all the nitty-gritty of whatever save that for the one-on-one -on -one conversation this is to position you as the expert in the eyes of your audience get them to lean in to request a copy to get in your funnel to schedule a call to have the conversation it's one piece that's a platform that is one piece of an entire marketing and sales funnel so it's not um i i I call it I call it the the myth of Moses. So do you remember when Moses took the Israelites out of out of Israel or out of Egypt and they hit the Red Sea, right? And they're waiting there and they're looking back and they see the army coming and they see the Red Sea in front of them and they're going, hmm, what do we do? And God says, Moses, you know, split the Red Sea. And so God splits the Red Sea, they walk through it and all of that. Business owners have this myth that they believe that if I publish a book, the sea's going to part and the world's going to beat a path to my door because I'm an author. It doesn't happen that way. Do you know how many books are on Amazon? Yeah, lots, right? So the the marketing that you have to do with your book is what moves the needle in your revenue. 
when you understand how to market yourself as a credible expert because you're an author, and I tell people, you're not going to get rich selling your book on Amazon. It's on Amazon for credibility, but the money is made by gaining more clients and getting referrals from them and putting your book in the hands of centers of influence in your community who can send clients your way. You're going to make more money by gaining clients. That needs to be your focus when you're an author. Yes, 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 a thousand times, because it's great if your book is on Amazon, but it, what happens when no one's picking up that book and buying it? It's just sitting on Amazon. And, 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 and even if they buy it on Amazon, let's say your book's $20 on Amazon, they're going to take half. You get, oh, 10 bucks. Yeah. How many books are you going to have to sell? Really? No, 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 no. How about putting your book into the hands of 20 prospects and you convert three of them into clients? That's worth more than $10, isn't it? Yeah. So it's all about shifting your paradigms and changing how you market. And you talk about um, four marketing misfires. And whenever I saw misfires, for those of you, think about the car analogy. If your car is misfiring and you don't go take care of that problem, your car is going to clunk out. So the time and energy that you put taking into your vehicle and things you love, why don't you focus that time and put it into your areas of expertise so your areas of expertise can give you an ROI, a return on investment. So let's talk about your four marketing misfires and what the audience needs to be mindful of. And y'all, we're going to go high level because it's up to you to do your due diligence to go deep diving with Michael so you could get the tools and resources that you need. Sure. Okay. So miss, marketing misfire number one is is not understanding that marketing happens in the mind of your audience. It's how they think about you, okay? It's your clarity of message. Marketing doesn't happen out on Facebook, LinkedIn, all those. Those are channels. Remember my story, right? I, I had my first appointment with you and nothing happened. But when I changed how you thought of me because I was an author, that changed everything. It gave me the Disney Fast Pass and you welcomed me in. That happened in your mind. Okay, that's marketing misfire number one is is not understanding. Marketing happens in the mind of your audience, how they think of you. Okay. Number two is having a shallow understanding of your market. Who are is your target audience? What are their dreams? What are the things that drain them? And what are the doubts? that are rolling in their head that keep them from taking action. Most business owners don't understand their target market well enough to truly market to them in a way that causes them to take action. And so that's marketing misfire number two. Number three is having an unclear or an uncompelling message. Okay, um, message is king. That's the first thing we always work on with our clients is having a compelling signature message that's unique to you because that's going to separate you from everybody else and it's going to insulate you from competition because your competitors are not going to be able to replicate that because it's a story that is uniquely you. It's a benefit to your audience and it's incredibly memorable. And marketing myth number four is having marketing attempts versus a marketing system. And in business, we're all trying to generate profits, which is a good thing. 
But profits don't grow your business. Systems do. And business owners need to operate on marketing systems that work day in and day out to find that ideal audience, to communicate to them in a compelling way, and to draw them into you and to repel those who are not right for you. Okay, in my marketing, I want to repel people who are not a good fit so I don't waste any time with them, and I want to attract my ideal audience. And then as I attract them, I want to precondition them to hire me so that when we have that first conversation, it's actually a second or a third conversation because they've already spent a couple hours with me reading my book. They've watched a series of videos from me. They know my process. They know who I am. So we can have a very focused conversation on your business and can I really help you? And is this the right next step for you? So those are the four marketing misfires that I see businesses happen all day long that are easily fixed when you have the right understanding of marketing. Yes. And I could definitely relate to that coming from a corporate background where I spent 15 years in corporate, 12 of those was in oil and gas and energy. And sometimes whenever you get those new marketing grads, they have one way of doing things versus the seasoned ones. But definitely hearing your marketing misfires, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. If these dots were clicking when I was in corporate America, we could definitely save a lot of time, especially when we are working with other Fortune 500 companies or pitching those small mom and pops. So you definitely have the secret sauce there, Michael. So audience, I hope you took, took notes. I took some notes here as Michael was talking about it. So I'm just going to recap. So marketing misfire number one, marketing happens in the mind of your audience, how they see you. How do you show up for your audience? Two. Shallow understanding of your market. Who is your target audience? Who is your avatar? How are you solving their problem? What's your solution to them? Three, having an unclear or compel no, having a clear or compelling message. Message is king. There's only one you, so be uniquely you and what sets you apart. And number four, this is what I wrote down, having marketing attempts versus marketing systems. So y'all, those are really great. So Michael, is there anything else you want to add to that before we jump into the CTA, which is the call to action part of the segment? You know, the, the only thing I'd leave is be yourself. Just show up as you. And so, so a long time, I didn't do video for a long time because I don't have a great studio and I didn't have great microphone. And I thought I had to show up on video like my audience thought I should show up on video. And it's like, what? So I finally said, you know, who are we on that? I'm just going to show up as Michael. And if you like Michael, then let's talk and do some business together. And if you don't like Michael, then go away. Be yourself. It makes life so much more fun in business. You know, I've got people following me now and, and clients who just love me and my, my weird, wacky ways. That's my tribe. Be yourself. Yep. I could totally agree there. And I could because I was there just like you, Michael. I was like, oh, like my hair is not done today. And I'm naturally curly. Some days I'll show up on video with straight hair. And that's because I got it professionally straight with the blow dryer, my Dominican blowout. And I was so conditioned by corporate America to look a certain way, especially working in a male-dominated field with older Caucasian males and me being the only chocolate drop, hence the name of my book, Chocolate Drop in Corporate America. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to look this. 
this way. I have to do this. I have to do this, this, that, and the other. And I was losing a sense of who I was trying to fit into the corporate structure and mold, not realizing that what got me at this quote unquote fortune 500 company was my brains, my talents and referrals. People knew me in the industry based on me working for a smaller mom and pop company. So I was already branded by association. All I needed to do was get in the door and I had to start betting on myself versus betting on others. So that goes into being uniquely you because how you show up as your authentic self is going to carry weight versus you trying to be the carbon copy of someone else. Absolutely. Preach it. So let's do your CTA, Michael. What is your call to action for the audience today? And don't forget to plug your website and where you primarily hang out on social media, if any. Yep. No, I'd say just go to our website. It's paperbackexpert.com. On there, you're going to find videos of, of how we serve people. You're going to find free trainings that we do, no opt-in required to get free trainings on marketing and how to build your credibility. You can connect with me on social media. You can schedule a call. You can take our credibility calculator, which, you know, I talk a lot about credibility and people say, well, what is that? I've got a calculator that in under five minutes by answering 20 questions, I'll give you a score zero to 100 of how much credibility do you have in the eyes of your audience? It's absolutely free. It's all at my website, paperbackexpert.com. Amazing. And there you have it, listeners. You just heard Michael DeLon, paperback expert. He's giving a lot of goodies. Free resources, woohoo. You don't have to pay for anything. It's free 99. You get access to where he hangs out on social media by going to his website. So everything is backlinked there. And then most importantly, his book. His book is gold because he's putting a lot of his experiences and lessons learned in that book. So why not grab a copy of his book, get yourself ahead of the game and get yourself positioned to draw in the right audience for you. So your ideal avatar and start cashing out because you're giving your expertise, but then people are coming into your community and it's going to be a win-win and lots of synergies happening. So thank you again for listening to this segment. Don't forget to like, comment, follow, and subscribe. This is available on 40 plus audio platforms. The video can be found on our YouTube channel by going to Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. And lastly, but not least, my big ask, A-S-K, is for brand sponsors. It is paid sponsorship because it does take monetary resources to continue the mission and movement behind the show, which is to promote content that is educational, inspirational, and motivational, while also weaving in D-E-I-M-B, diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, because it takes all of us to make this world a better place. So if you're not leaving this world better than you found it, that means you're not fully tapping into your mission and purpose on why you were created. So until next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day and bet on yourself. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P. 
at gmail.com where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcast.